Ballerina. The only word I know in that song. <laughs> Dancing in the <laughs> this sand. This sounds bad. This is uh, Elton John. Tiny Elton Dancer. Elton John, Tiny Dancer, released on this day. I had a weird moment today at the gym. Hmm. Sitting on the bench. Just uh, just hit a PR. You mean you called your DR? <laughs> <laughs> and I see as, you know, in between sets, obviously. All right. We, know, we get it. You're at the gym. Wasting time. Sipping on my way. Wasting time. <laughs> Wasting time and money. In the, on this day in 1972, doing a little show prep, Elton John released Tiny Dancer. And I swear on my life. I swear on Jimmy. Three seconds later, in the gym at the JCC, Elton John Tiny Dancer starts to play. It was the weirdest coincidence hmm. in a very long time in my life. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> It was beautiful. I mean, I'm tearing up just thinking about it. There was, I mean, zero payoff to that story. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was beautiful, man. That was the end of the story that they just played the song? They just played Wasn't the song. that Elton John walked in or something? <laughs> no. like? There is an Elton John tribute band, or like a cover band, mm -hmm. coming to the JCC. Like, it, it just, it, you know, it's all coming full circle, I think. Wow. I mean, that was something. You, you planned to tell that story today? I did. I, I told Jimmy, play this song. I got a story to tell. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tiny Dancer. This is from the movie Almost Famous. Yes. Great movie. Yeah, it is. And she's a jerk. It is a good sing-along song. It is, yeah. <sighs> Karaoke song, for sure. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. it's hard to hit these notes, though. The best karaoke song is the one with Rick James and the white woman. Super Freak? Is it? Is it? Is it when the, when the man and the woman go back and forth. Is that Rick James? No. Who are you thinking of? Um, I'll text my wife because it's right. the one we do every time. It's a great, it's a great karaoke song. We we did this segment once, um, maybe a, a year ago or two years ago. Like the best white people wedding song that comes on and everybody has to get up. I don't think it was white people wedding song. I think it was uh, white people karaoke songs because weren't mm. I think you were playing like Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places and I'm like everybody has to know that song because it's a great sing-along. It's like a great bar song. Bon Jovi. You give love a bad name. Something like that. Piano Man. Piano Man, yeah. yeah. Time for the stock market report. Is it 4 o'clock? Time for the stock market report. Lost my sponsor to it. Sponsored by Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. KendallDodgeChryslerJeepRam.com. I actually just read the liner for 15 minutes of heat because it's the same sponsor, but it's a little bit worded differently, but it's gone. Like, it's 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 gone. It's, I, I've it's, got it here if you'd like it. I, I think I got, I got close enough. Okay. Uh, Dow Jones up 156 points today. S&P 500 up 40 points, and the NASDAQ up 147 points. So uh, 
Crowder, you can continue gambling there in Vegas. Mm. Stock market <laughs> is Vegas, up. Better be it. Vegas is in trouble. Just letting you know. Fire and desire. Give you a little, uh, that's the song? Fire and desire. This has to be cultural because I don't know if I know that song. Tina Marie and Rick James. Oh, Tina Marie was Rick James' white girl, for ba- lack of a better term. <laughs> and they, they did Fire and Desire, and I just texted my wife. It's funny. I was like, I'll call my wife. I said, what's our karaoke song? She texts back, Fire and Desire, mm. Tina Marie and Rick James. I had, uh, I had no idea because Tina Marie does Lover Girl. That was the big hit. Right. I don't know if I've ever heard Fire and Desire. Huh. Well, go ahead and listen to it. It's amazing. All right. Fair enough. Um, next segment. Let me give you a little cat talk. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out when it's game time. Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. I was there last night. Not a great start to the second half of the season for the Cats. They lost to the Flyers. The Washington Capitals are in town tomorrow, 7 p.m. puck drop. Crowder will be live in Vegas. I will be live at the Amarant Bank Arena. By the way, tomorrow, Rob Pizzola will join us. Uh, He usually joins us on Wednesdays. He couldn't today. And so Rob Pizzola will join us tomorrow. And uh, obviously, Doug Plagans and Randy Moeller, Steve Goldstein, will have our entire cast of characters. The Panthers host the Avalanche on Saturday. That's a 6 p.m. puck drop. And then they'll hit the road for a three-game road trip that will take them to Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and Tampa. All right, let's get uh, Crowder's in Vegas. I'm in Miami, and uh, Solana's in Miami as well. He'll be headed to the Kaseya Center tonight. You got a uh, heat game, Victor Wembanyama in town. Let's get headlines here for the 4 o'clock hour with Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. I buy your truck at a car store. Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. I'm just seeing this. Uh, come across social media. So I guess Marino did the rounds today Yeah, at uh, Super Bowl Radio Row. Did you walk, Crowder, on Radio Row at all, or are you just doing, like, pivot stuff off the, the Radio Row? No, off Radio Row. We have a, three live shows from, uh, from that the pivot four is to doing? six this time. Yeah, we're at the Aria. They gave us a whole stage and TV screens and all, so we're just like we're – we're kind of contracted by the Aria to stay here. So you're doing a live show at the Aria, 4 o'clock your time? 4 o'clock our time, So yeah. 7 so p.m. 7, here. And then people can watch that on YouTube? I don't – Hawk, you think I know the logistics of this? I got a free room, and I hit him in the head in, in, in roulette. I don't know what's well, is it just like Is it a live show for people at the Aria, or can people here yes. watch you? No, it's like it's, it's a live show for people at the Aria. They, um, because the Aria – there are certain people that they give rooms to. So, like, I know we have James Conner, Kelsey Plum. Like, it's a list of people that they lined up to come sit down with us and do a live show. But you uh, don't think tonight, it'll be on YouTube? Like, on YouTube, on your channel, live? Hawk, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's really amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it's really amazing. Is that Kelsey Plum? Kelsey Plum, yeah. Good That's luck. her name? Yeah, good luck. Who's Kelsey Plum? WNBA star. Yeah. I've never heard of her. She can play, and she got mad because I, I like, downplay. And it's not an opinion. It's a fact, like, that WNBA is not as good as the NBA. And she got mad on Twitter or something and wanted to argue with me. So I was like, well, tell her, tell her, come on. Like, it's not as 
it's not as entertaining. I know Crowder's MO, though. By the end of that segment, he's talking about how the WNBA is way more entertaining than the NBA. I know, I know, I know your MO. I can't go there. Oh, just Michael, go there. It's much easier. Michael <laughs> just, Porter just Jr. and me kind of, like, we agreed. Like, I was like, yeah, they, yeah, they're not supposed to get paid as much because nobody wants to watch people run pick and rolls and shoot jumpers all day. I want to see a big dude dunk. Well, Kelsey Plum is actually wildly famous. She's married to Darren Waller, and she oh. held the all-time points record, I believe, in NCAA women's basketball history until uh, Clark just beat her a couple days ago or surpassed mm. her. And you don't know Clark's first name? Caitlin Clark. All right, very good. Did you say Caitlin? Caitlin. All right. And uh, she happens to be wildly famous, Crowder, and uh, a really, really good basketball player. So you should probably take a different approach. Uh, th- those are just my two cents. Okay, well, thanks and no. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not as entertaining. Thanks and no. <laughs> Hawk has said it. I'm going to use your line when we talk to her. The market sets itself. There's no WNBA player that's ever going to make $30 million a year because nobody's paying that much money to license the games. Nobody's paying that much money to go to the arenas. No, there, there, There's never a sold-out WNBA game. I, it's, I, like, I don't it's think honest. that's true. Like, I don't think that's true. It, it's not true but, at all. I, and, and they're not asking for $30 million. So. Consistently. Right. right. I don't want to get into this conversation. Yeah, you're, now you're going to back this up, Solana? I do, yeah, I know who Solana is. Solana's going to start caping up for Serena Williams here in a second. Should have made more money than Maria Sharapova while she was uh, while they were both in their prime. <laughs> she did fine. Okay. She did fine. All right. yeah. <laughs> Serena's, yeah, Serena's trying to get a six-piece at Wendy's and has to try <laughs> yeah, right. six different credit right. cards. Right. All right, so the I Mi- have I have like six guys in on my text threads right now on Fred Warner, just so you know. Like <laughs> well, we are gonna move the line here because I, I have like move this Fred Warner line eight and a half. I got it at Rogan, eight and a half plus one fifteen on the Hard Rock. Uh, I, and I know it's the it's it's the under is high is 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 the yeah. the uh, the under yeah. it's crazy to me. Well, I have a mortgage on Fred Warner getting nine tackles. <laughs> Now, here's the part that ruins it for me, though, because I know when I do these stupid props, I am going to spend the entire Super Bowl watching Fred Warner, which is no way to watch a Super Bowl. But it happens when I bet someone on rebounds. I'm not watching the game anymore. I'm watching if he's boxing out. Like, it's the worst way to watch a game. My Super Bowl is written. I am just going to be watching Fred Warner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's go. I love linebacker Terrible play. way to watch a Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, what you else? Saw the guy's face. You should have saw the guy's face when I walked up. <laughs> like, you again? He was like, he was like <laughs> how much? <laughs> On who? <laughs> um, all right, let's get headlines here for the 4 o'clock hour with Alejandro Solana. All right, so you want to know what uh, Dan Marino said about Tua Tungabailoa? Sure. He was asked if the Dolphins can win a Super Bowl with Tua at quarterback, he was speaking on the Mad Dog Sports Radio Series XM channel. And uh, um, the quote, yes, I believe so. He just needs to continue to grow, and I think he's done that. He had the best statistical year of his career <laughs> and the best in the league, and you just got to build on that. Did he say it like that? Did Dan say it like that? I believe Tua is a Super Bowl-capable winning quarterback. I do. 
I I am not budging off that. I want them to extend him. I love Tua. Tua's better than Brock Purdy. Ooh, interesting. Is Tua better than Brock Purdy? If Tua's the starting quarterback of the 49ers, they have a better chance of beating the Chiefs than Brock Purdy. Am I willing to go there? Ah, you you have piqued my radio interest. <laughs> He's better than Brock Purdy. Ah. I mean, statistically, he is. Statistically, it's it's the it's almost the same argument that I make for Patrick Mahomes being better than Tom Brady. Right. You what, Hawk? We watch football. I know you love it. You watch Brock Purdy play. You watch Tua play. Tua is a better quarterback. He's a he's better at his job than Brock Purdy is. Who would who would Shanahan prefer leading his team into oh. this game? Well, don't Tua don't ask Purdy? Shanahan because that's that's I mean that's his quarterback. Obviously, I'm just saying. Let, let's let's say test. you're picking quarterbacks for next season. Mm-hmm. And would you trade? Would you trade if if the 49ers say you can have Purdy? Oh, great Tua, question! Straight up, straight up, no extra picks, no draft picks, no contract ramifications. So, so contracts are out of out of the question. Correct, because Purdy is it's still, a bargain. Yeah, he's, he's going to make a million dollars next year. No we all contracts are out of the question. Um, it's just, would you make this trade? We'll give you Brock Purdy. We want Tua. I would not make that trade. I, I, so yes, you are correct. I would prefer Tua, which must mean that I think he's better. He is. So does that mean he can win you? I mean, if if Brock, I believe he can win you a Super Bowl, if Brock Purdy is in a Super Bowl right now, but then like Crowder thinks he's the 18th best player on the Niners. So what does that mean? That you, you don't need a good quarterback <laughs> Who's to get better, to the Super Bowl? Brock Purdy or Fred Warner? <laughs> Brock Purdy should live with Fred Warner so he can just see how greatness is attached. If uh, if you listen to our show Monday, we'll be at Twin Peaks on Monday. If you listen to our show, I'm not going to know what happened in the Super Bowl. I will know intimately what Fred Warner did. <laughs> but if you ask me about some sort of pass play, I will not know because I'm only watching Fred Warner. <laughs> I'm paying off my mortgage on Fred Warner. <laughs> Didn't Brock Purdy show you in the last two games that he can make the big plays, the plays to win games? But that's not what he was saying. That he, Tua, he certainly can. Tua didn't make. He didn't. No, no, no. I, and it's and, and Brock Purdy got choked out for three and three, two and a half quarters in the NFC Championship game by the Lions. Like Brock, Brock Purdy is not great. Kyle Shanahan is great. You put Tua and Kyle Shanahan together with that run game with Christian McCaffrey, it would be stupid. The 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 49ers have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl if Tua is their quarterback than Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's better. If if Tua if Brock Purdy was on the Dolphins this year, I don't know if they go to the playoffs. Hmm. Interesting. All right, what else you got, Solana? All right, your local schedule, the Miami Heat, they did win yesterday, beat the Magic and uh beat them convincingly. As well, 121 to 95. They get the Spurs, second night of a home back to back. No Haywood Highsmith tonight. He is out. Caleb Martin is probable, expected to play. All right. The Panthers lost yesterday 
2-1 to of the Flyers. As Hawk mentioned, tomorrow the show will be live from the Amherst Bank Arena. They host the Capitals. Okay. Mentioned this a couple times. Alonzo Highsmith expected to leave the U and join the Patriots front office. How about this? They're showing this on ESPN. I saw this earlier. Rex Ryan might be the new defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> it, it is a – it's not a team. It's a reality show. It's a reality show, and he adds a great element to it. Oh, I mean, put I him love, I, on, on that team, America's team, Rex Ryan, forget about it. And then McCarthy's a lame duck, so if they don't play well, you, now Rex Ryan – Yep, you've got your coach in right waiting. In. Yep, yep, yep. How about this, guys? I found this wildly interesting. Netflix will spend a full season following a Major League Baseball franchise. They're going to follow the Boston Red Sox. It's going to be their own version of Hard Knocks. The Red Sox will give Netflix unprecedented access to players, coaches, and executives. In this upcoming season, 2024, the docuseries will premiere in 2025. Hard Sox. Working title. Working title. Hard socks. Boring as hell. They did it with the Marlins. Remember, Showtime did the franchise. The Marlins, they'd moved into the new uh, ballpark. Oh, yeah, this has been done. This is boring. It's too long. Well, hard is it the knocks, entire season? Boring. This, yeah, it's just too, this it's says, too long of a time. Yeah, this I got this from front office sports. Mm. Uh, Netflix will spend a full season following the Boston Red Sox. It's too long. Hard socks. <laughs> I have a reality show Sunday. It's uh, I follow Fred Warner, and I'm just uh, <laughs> if you if you want to watch, super follow me on Twitter. It's a uh, it's a new show I'm working on. It's just me watching Fred Warner during the biggest game of the year. Way more entertaining than following a damn baseball team for seven months. <laughs> I mean, if you're not super following me on Twitter, you're not going to know my reactions to every play watching Fred Warner. Hawk and the Warner. <laughs> Hard Hawks. Hard Hawks. I like that one. Today, gentlemen, is a big day. For Channing Crowder and his family. Hmm? Do you know what today is, Crowder? Ooh. Channing Crowder and his it's family. My, is it my kid's, it's my kid's birthday or something? It's got to be something with Randy Crowder. No. No? Um, I, I posted bail. No, but I do need to find out when you posted that. That, <laughs> that should be celebrated. <laughs> Gentlemen, today is National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. Oh, <laughs> that is a big day for you. I love me some pasta. Fettuccine Alfredo Day, huh? Mm -hmm. mm. I went to Carbone last night. I mm. heard. I'm telling you, I have spies there. I know you were there. That's highfalutin. Man, yeah. That's a that tough resi. Stuff. That's a tough resi, Carbone. Yeah, yeah. Once I uh once I lit a joint, they were like, hey, not in here. And I was like, huh? Huh. <laughs> Chose to uh partake in those activities in the restaurant. Nah, you know. Wasn't it just I like was a vape pen or something? 
Like you're light, like lighting an actual joint from 1977. Yep. Hmm. I wasn't me that lit it, but then when the the pressure got on, they passed it to me. <laughs> And hanging, I had to take the blame. Are you sitting down to have dinner with Seth Rogen? I don't know what the hell is going on here. <laughs> no. You're Adonis's fall I'm, guy? <laughs> I'm not going to tell who put me in this situation, but I became the fall guy. Uh, your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, call them 866-954-MORE. Youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7. A gorgeous day in South Florida, and I can see these. Las Vegas skyline behind Crowder, um, and it's a gorgeous day yeah. in Las looks Vegas. Like a as postcard, well. man. That looks like a postcard. That's nice. This is the Hawk and Crowder show. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Hawk and Crowder. I want to tell you about Gulfstream Park, but I want to sing along. I got friends in low places where the whiskey drowns and the the chases my blues blues away. away. I'll be okay. okay. It's Garth Brooks. What happened to Fire and Desire, Jimmy? He went with Garth Brooks. You could see where his uh, allegiance lies. Well, today's his birthday. Oh, today's Garth Brooks' birthday? Yeah, 62. Well, happy birthday, Garth. Man, Jimmy, sometimes you got to pivot, Jimmy. I don't see him on the uh, birthday list, Solana. He's not. Well, it doesn't mean it's not his birthday. It just means you don't have him on the list. (laughs) I could tell your default was, well, if I didn't put him on the birthday list, it can't be his birthday. Are you a big Garth Brooks fan, Books, Garth Brooks. Yeah. At the library, a lot. get some uh, Garth, Garth Brooks. Books. I never heard of them. Yeah, we'll get the Garth books, and we'll get some uh, cookbooks, Garth books. What other kind of books you want? If you're in jail, I'll put money on your Garth books. All right. <laughs> Is he on the? Uh, he's on the Mount Rushmore of Garths. Right. There's not a Mount Rushmore of Garth. I think there is. Garth four, there's four. There's four Garths. I'm gonna think Garth Brooks, Garth from Wayne's World, Wayne and Garth. Mm-hmm. Garth. Continue. Garth Books, of course. <laughs> Garth. Not, Garth is a terrible name. It really is when you say it like Garth. Garth. You have a baby and say, oh, look at my little Garth. <laughs> he looks like a Garth. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Any other Garths? Nah, I looked it up. Famous people named Garth. Yeah. Garth Brooks, of course, number yeah. one. Never heard. Garth Ennis? Nope. I don't know who mm-hmm. he is. Garth Nix? Nope. Nope. Garth Hudson? No. Mm-mm. And then every other Garth on the list doesn't have <laughs> every other Garth on a stick. Yeah, Garth. I got to tell you about Gulfstream Park. I, I got sidetracked there. Uh, you know how much I love uh, Gulfstream Park, little horse racing, casino gambling, great restaurants and entertainment. They have live racing at Gulfstream Wednesdays through Sundays, post time 1250, simulcast every day. By the way, make sure Crowder doesn't walk away because usually I start a commercial. He thinks we're going to a commercial break, but this is the beginning of the segment. I'm just making sure that, yeah, I'm just making sure you're sticking with us here because it's like <laughs> muscle memory. It's like, oh, commercial? I'll see you later. 
I'm locked in, baby. All right. This is the beginning of the segment. Witness action-packed thoroughbred racing from world-class horses, jockeys, and trainers. Um, you can view the races trackside at the Carousel Club. We're going to do two shows from uh, the Carousel Club in March, by the way. Or you could dine in Ten Palms and uh, watch the races with elevated track views. Gulfstream Park Casino and Racing offers the hottest slots, great electronic table games, Get the excitement of casino gaming and the thrill of thoroughbred racing in one electrifying destination. So uh, you'll always have a good time at Gulfstream Park or Gulfstream Garth. And you can find out the entire calendar of events at gulfstreampark.com. I didn't do 15 minutes of heat yet. I'll do it here. It's sponsored by Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. I did not see the heat game admittedly last night. Solana did. I know you were in Vegas, so you certainly didn't see it. Uh, and it's hard to to get into the habit. Like, so what is it? It's one thirty there right now. Right, uh, so yeah, one thirty-six. Yep. So the heat game will start at seven thirty tonight, but it's going to be four thirty your time. And I don't care how long you're in Vegas, you never get used to the fact that you got to get your bets in on the early NBA slate by four thirty. It just never computes right. Like I, I think you'd have to live out there to really get the the, the hang of it. It's it, it's very weird because as you walk through the sports book and things like that, it's like. Is this a replay? Yeah, it just and doesn't compute. It doesn't feel like yeah. it should be the actual games going on at 4.30. Even going to live events, right, Crowder? Because I remember when I went to go watch a UFC fight at T-Mobile Arena in Vegas, usually here the fights are at the, – the, the, the best part of the card is at midnight. Right. So you're done and you go to bed. In Vegas – you watch the fight, it's done, you walk outside and it's like 9, 30, 10, yeah. and you're like, oh, and now I get to go to the, the casino and gamble. Yeah. It's it's wild. Our, our uh, dinner reservations were at like 7, but in my mind, I'm, I'm, it's midnight almost. It's 11 right. o'clock. Like, right. It's just, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing when you get out here and then I'm going to be here for five days and I'm going to transition and figure it out and then I'm going to fly back to Miami Saturday night and I'm going to be screwed on Sunday because I'm going to sleep all Somebody texts in Jenny Garth. She was on uh, Beverly Hills 90210. There's another Garth. Jenny Garth. Garth Brooks. Garth off. What did you say? Garth from Wayne's World. Jenny Garth. Wayne's World. And Jenny Garth. We need one more. Got to be one other. People are texting in, but I don't know. Garth Vader, but I don't think his name was Garth. <laughs> if they was Garth Vader, no one would be scared of it. Right? That's one of those name things again. <laughs> Darth Vader, very ominous. Garth Vader, eh, I could take him. What if Rocky's name was Garth? Right. Phil. Garth. <laughs> it's not good. Hey, you got to fight Garth. Okay, bring him on. We're good. <laughs> Somebody uh, writes in to ask Ira, you can comment on this, Solana. Smart move by Eric Spolstro to put the ball in Jimmy Butler's hands. Then he has to be engaged. So I'm guessing, was he running the point last night? Yesterday, I told you at the beginning beginning of the show that Spo not only changed the starting lineup yesterday, Haywood Highsmith out, Caleb Martin in, tinkered with the rotations all game long. Let's not forget, yesterday was the first game, long time, that the Heat were 100% healthy outside of Drew Smith and RJ Hampton 
And usually, Who? Jimmy, R.J. Hampton. He's on the Heat? R.J. Hampton, yes, on the Heat. Huh. Oh, R.J. Hampton. There we go. Face of the Heat. Two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> R.J. Hampton's on the Heat? R.J. Hampton is on the Heat. Two-way deal, but he's on the Heat. Huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is the first you're hearing of R.J. Hampton? It is. Well, then I have not done my job well. <laughs> Has he played? Uh, n- <laughs> no. Well, then how would I have heard of him? What, am I staring at him like I'm staring at Fred Warner? (laughs) Garth Hampton. (laughs) He started, I think, two games this season. Oh, so he has played. Right, but I mean, because of injury, I mean, he's he's played very little. Okay, I got you. But anyway, anyway, so here's what uh, the the question to Ira. Smart move by Eric Spolster to put the ball in Jimmy Butler's hands. Then he has to be engaged. With Kyle Lowry, he's our best playmaker. No need to force that on Tyler Hero. And Ira says, I'm not sure that was the intent. I doubt Eric Spolstro went into his planning session, had an epiphany, and said, if I make Jimmy the point guard, he can't take any possessions off. Your second observation might be closer to the Jimmy Butler truth, that he knows what is needed, when and where, and with more of an innate playmaking sense than anyone else on the roster. The question now is, how fully such a role is utilized and embraced. No matter the role, Jimmy knows that nothing matters as much as the playoffs. So if he has to pace himself, he assuredly will taper any new role to his needs. So it was like a different style of play from Jimmy last night? I don't know if it was a different style, but usually since Terry Rozier was traded here and even going back to last year, Jimmy Butler wouldn't start the second quarter, wouldn't start the fourth quarter. Remember we would always say in the playoffs, Oh, no, how long is Spo going to keep Jimmy on the bench before he finally has to come back in the game? Yesterday, changed the rotation. Rogier and Hero, who usually had their minutes scattered, came in and off together. Jimmy was out there with Kevin Love, mm. Duncan, Jaime Jaquez Jr., and, and Josh Richardson and was put in a position, I differ from Ira Winderman's opinion, was put in a position to be the point guard with those um, with that rotation. So you saw him in a much more facilitator role, and he had to be more aggressive. He, he just had to right, be. Right. Ira's saying, though, that wasn't Spoh's intent. It wasn't, hey, I'm going to make you focus right. on the game. It just is the tinkering, and, and he's he's got a more innate ability than anybody out there to do that. But it wasn't because I feel like you've been disengaged, I'm going to force you yeah. to be engaged. I don't think it was that, though, but I do think Spoh thought to himself, hey, if Rogier or Hero are on the court, Jimmy Butler can play more off the ball. But if I put them together, let them work out whatever it is they need to work out, get those minutes together, and now Jimmy's on the floor without them, he can play off the ball a lot less, forcing him to play make and forcing him to be more aggressive. Which is what transpired last night, by the way. All right, that's fair. Um. I would say just to this point, like the Jimmy, the Jimmy playoff Jimmy can serve yourself. Like does Giannis and Jokic and, in, you know, I know Embiid's hurt, but like I'm just thinking about like the MB, M- MVP candidates. Like do they can serve themselves for the, for the season? We know Kawhi Leonard was doing the load management thing, but like Donkic, Donkic goes crazy every night. Like why, why does Jimmy need to conserve himself? Is he too old? Part of it. I mean, he's definitely older than Luka Doncic. Uh, and he's not as athletic as, as Giannis Antetokounmpo. And but if he wants to keep his window open, like, I mean, it, it, it is a pitcher 
watching their pitch count. Yeah, and, and just the style of play. He's at his best when he's doing what, Crowder? Putting his body on the line, getting to the free yeah. throw line, getting into the paint and absorbing contact. And, I mean, you remember D. Wade, right? Like, at the end of his I, career, I couldn't play that say, couldn't I was just going to say, but, but Solana, I've watched D. Wade do it for over a decade. Every but, night. Like, we never couldn't. talked about D. He, he Wade, D. Wade taking it off to the playoffs. Well, he changed his game, though. Uh, you don't remember D Wade on the defensive end. He was, <laughs> I mean, uh, you want to talk about a traffic cone? They're actually uh, they're having a ceremony next season to honor Dwayne Wade's uh, days off, and then they're having another ceremony <laughs> okay. to honor. I mean, it's crazy with this Dwayne Wade with the ceremonies. I mean, it, it, nobody knows what's going on at this point. No, but he changed his game. He 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 didn't go to the basket the way that he used to. No, he's a jump shooter and late uh, in his career. and he was uh, defensively. I don't want to say he was a liability, but he he was a lot of times he would be at the wrong end of the court, which I guess theoretically is a liability. Uh, but he had well, more five business. Talk <laughs> five on four is a liability. Yeah, a lot of conversations with the refs. But D Wade was never looked at as a great defender in like a one on one sense. He was always looked at as a guy because of his athleticism was a great shot blocker for a two guard and also was excellent at jumping passing lanes and getting out in transition because he would steal the ball. But, like, as far as just him going up against LeBron one-on-one or him going up against Kobe one-on-one, he was never looked at as an elite two-way player in that sense. Jimmy Butler is. Like, he's known for his defense more so than his offense. There is some breaking news. Mm. Give me a little breaking news. uh, Of course. Give you the news in a second once this bed runs out. Almost there. Nick Saban is joining officially ESPN's college game day starting next season. Boring. Three finger salute. <laughs> The Heat will honor that with Dwayne Wade and Nick Saban. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're gonna some some event next season. <laughs> Saban Wade night. Saban Wade night. Uh, no no uh, correlation, but they're just gonna do it, and so uh, Wade will be here, and they'll have a ceremony. <laughs> they're gonna raise three fingers up into the rafters. <laughs> I actually, I don't know if you watched him this season on College Game Day. I thought he was pretty good. I actually think he'll he'll be decent. And I don't, and you know, I don't like him. I I just I, I don't think he's going to be that good. Like I think he'll be boring because like you have to get very like I guess introspective and really talk. And I I don't think he's open like that. Um, he what you expect what you expect out of Saban? I don't think you're going to get. I uh I disagree. I think he's I don't know. Again, I'm not a fan of his, but, uh, like, I'm on a text thread, and, and someone sent that to me, and one of my buddies on the thread said, well, I guess I'm not watching college game day anymore. Uh, I, it doesn't have that effect on me. Like, I, I think he was decent enough this year. I'm, I'm more interested to see where Bill Belichick ends up because he's, he's not taking the season off and doing nothing, and he ain't going to be coaching. So he's got to end up somewhere. Yeah. I think they're having a night the at uh, the Kaseya Center to honor – 
uh, Bill Belichick <laughs> and Dwayne Wade. <laughs> it, it's why it's why it correlates in your mind with Saban and Belichick because they're the same person. Yep, and they're just boring. They're bo- talk to Bill Belichick, ate lunch with Bill Belichick, played for Nick Saban for two years. They're boring. There's boring humans and there's entertaining humans. They are two boring humans. And uh, the Heat will be honoring boring humans and Dwayne Wade <laughs> next season. The game after what's his game show? <laughs> the cube. The cube. <laughs> yeah, they're having the cube night. And then <laughs> Michael McCullough at the Heat just has a standing meeting scheduled once a week for Dwayne Wade uh, idea, like ideas to honor Dwayne Wade. <laughs> just every every Wednesday, 3 p.m., uh, come in with your best Dwayne Wade ideas and we'll do a night to honor him. <laughs> it's a funny little niche I've carved out for myself on the Dwayne Wade nights. Where are the aliens at? Uh, Bayfront? Bayside. Yeah, Bayside. The Bayside aliens and the Wayne Wade night. Remembering Dick Clark's American bandstand at Bayside with Dwayne Wade night. That's uh, funny. All right. Five o'clock Funky Buddha happy hour is coming up. Dan Dale sub in for the headlines for Solana, who's going to be headed to the Kaseya Center momentarily. Uh, and a reminder, by the way, Sunday, 630, our sister station, Power 96, they're having their big game party at the brand new, speaking of Bayside, the brand new Pier 5 at Bayside. You can enjoy the game with ice-cold beer specials. You can enter to win a golf foursome to Miami-Dade Park's Crandon Golf on Key Biscayne. That's an $800 value. So uh, if you're looking for a place to watch the big game on Sunday, you can join our sister station, Power 96, Miami's party station, at the new Pier 5 at Bayside. You can get more info at WQAM.com. Looking for the perfect car? You need to go to Hollywood Kia, South Florida's number one Kia dealer three years in a row. Located in Hollywood, they're the only South Florida Kia dealership that doesn't charge you a dealer fee, which can help you save money. Their goal is to give you the best car buying experience possible. And because Hollywood Kia does the largest volume in Kia sales, they have a larger inventory for new cars, certified pre-owned and used cars. Whether you're searching for the new Forte, the Soul, Sorento, or Kia Sportage, Hollywood Kia, they'll do the deals that other dealers can't or won't do. Head to Hollywood Kia and visit their dealership to see these exciting vehicles yourself, or you can go to HollywoodKia.com and search by year, model, price range, and more. You can even schedule a test drive on their website so your vehicle is waiting for you when you arrive. Whether you're in Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale, or Miami, if you're looking for the best customer service around, trust me, head to Hollywood Kia and see how their friendly team makes all the difference. Conveniently located in Hollywood on the corner of Pembroke Road and 441, we want to see you in a Hollywood Kia. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. (laughs) Hawk and Crowder.